Yeah, buddy. It is another Monday, and I have no idea if all the other episodes have been treating you well, but I can only pray that it has. This week, it's a brand new week. It's a new week to take on the things that you have been struggling with. It is a new week to look at those mountains that are so big, those hurdles that are so massive in front of you, and tell those big mountains that God is bigger. Today, we're talking about a parable that we're all very familiar with. And it's a story of a farmer sowing seeds. This is the picture. Jesus has just left his home and went to go sit by the sea. As he sat, a great multitude of people were waiting and came to see him. So much so that Jesus jumped on a small fishing boat to use as his pulpit. So he could speak to all these people. You see, Jesus, looking at all these people, starts telling them a very short story about a farmer sowing seeds. Which many of us today know as the parable of sowing seeds in Matthew 13. Jesus starts talking and says, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside. And the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. It is very important to note that Jesus spoke according to the agricultural customs of his day, so that the crowd would have been easily inclined to tune in, if you like, to this story. Now, after Jesus spoke the story, we find that as the story goes on, the disciples look to Jesus and ask him, why is it that you speak to these people in parables? And Jesus turns to the disciples and tell, tells them that, you know, you guys are able to understand the mysteries, but others may not. Now, when we take a closer look at the story, a few things are to be noted. You see, Jesus explained that he used parables so that the hearts of those rejecting would not be hardened any further. We know that the same sun that softens the wax hardens the clay, right? And so the very same gospel message that humbles the honest heart and leads to repentance may also harden the heart of the dishonest listener. You see, the parable conceals truth from those who are either too lazy to think or too blind by prejudice to see, if I'm being honest. It puts the responsibility fairly and squarely on the individual. The parable reveals truth to the person that desires truth, but also the parable conceals truth from him who does not want to see the truth, if I can put it as simple as that. Now, I wanted to break the parable down into four simple things because four simple things come to fruition as we go through the story. 
one, the wayside, which was the path where people walked, and nothing could grow because the ground was simply too hard. As we read the story, you know, the seed fell on four different areas. Okay, the wayside, stony places, we have the thorny um, the thorny bushes or the thorny yeah among thorns really I think I'll just keep it at that <laughs> and then good ground so we have the wayside which was naturally a place where people a path where people walked and nothing could grow because the ground was hard but what does that swirl represent now the wayside the wayside soil represents those who never really hear the word with understanding you see the word of god must be understood before it can truly bear fruit and what do we know from john 10 10 which is probably one of my favorite ever verses is that the devil comes to kill steal and destroy you see satan his chief work is to keep men to keep us in darkness regarding our understanding of the gospel and we see that in 2 corinthians 4 verse 3 to 4 satan is always on the watch to hinder god's word he is always afraid to leave the truth even in a hard place in a dry place so that we can't understand god's word now the second part was a stony place stony places were where the soil was thin and it was lying the seed was lying upon a rocky shelf you see on this ground the seed would most likely have sprung up so quickly because of the warmth of the soil but the seed would be unable to take root as it was too hard you see as seeds are falling on thin soil on top of a stony place quickly springing up it would also then quickly wither away and die and this soil represents those who receive the word enthusiastically but their life is short-lived we see that a lot in churches today people come in they get excited they get hyped by the word but it is short-lived why well it's just simply because they're not willing to endure tribulation or persecution of the word i think one of the biggest misconceptions in christianity is that you know we are going to live a perfect life and we simply aren't jesus tells us that we are going to face trials and tribulations for his name's sake and he says we need to pick up our cross to move past tribulation now it's interesting because tribulation or persecution is what's being mentioned in the scripture so it's good to understand the difference between the two you see tribulation is a general term for suffering which comes from the outside it's external persecution well, we know the saying, we are our worst enemy because persecution is deliberately inflicted and usually implies religious motives as well. Now, there is the aspect of falling away, which a lot of us, you know, we, we say that a lot of people fall away. Now, falling away actually means to literally be tripped up 
it is not something that's gr a gradual loss of interest but something that's completely collapsed under pressure now we are gonna face mainly those two things tribulations persecution but some people will fall away and that's because they simply collapse under pressure so they're enthusiastic in the beginning when they hear the gospel but then when the going gets tough well they get going <laughs> now among thorns is our third shall i say um area to which the gospel lands now among thorns which is interesting because i sat pondering and researching on this and i've come to conclude that this describes soil that is fertile perhaps too fertile because thorns grow as well as grain and in the same area as the seed is falling among thorns the stalks of grain would then be choked out matthew 13 7 tells us this so some people respond to the word and grow for a while but are choked and stopped in their spiritual growth by competition from unspiritual things you see the soil represents fertile ground for the word but their soil people are too for fertile because it also grows all sorts of other things that's choked out the word of god think of your think of the thorny ground as your mind it's the only thing i can really um, compare it to you see our mind is consistently comparing we have envy for other people especially within the church that you know succeed in certain things and a religious mindset is another one you see there are you hear the word or people hear the word and it's fertile they are ready for it but because they are so consumed by anxiety and the cares of this world that causes the anxiety and the deceitfulness of let's say riches and materialistic things that we find in prosperity gospels and progressive christianity we find that these things choke out our growth then we have the final one which is good ground now this describes soil that is both fertile but also weed free there there's zero thorns there you see a good productive crop grows in good ground seed falling on good ground would bring a good crop of grain matthew 13 8 tells us this so some people respond rightly to the word and bear fruit galatians 5 tells us the fruits of the spirit which is then love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness and then self-control you see the soil represents those people who receive the word and bears fruit in their soil in differing quantity some a hundredfold some 60 and some 30 but it doesn't matter how much the number is because we all have a generous harvest to give now that we have gone through the breakdown of this i want to encourage you to remember and ask self-reflect with me okay this week ask yourself what ground am i to the word of god it's good because i think a christian will have an area i think all of us including myself will be in one of those four categories nonetheless sometimes we might have good ground when we go to church and we feel expecting that god like will do something you know god is going to 
teach us something god is going to definitely be there because we're expecting it we're waiting on him basically and then we have that good ground we have that fertile ground but then when we get to the church we're so caught up in what we are going to do afterwards or we're so worried about things that's going on in work or anything like that that we actually choke the word that grows with us it's good to ponder and reflect what type of ground you are and remember you're not all four at the same time when we as christians grow we are going to be in one of those categories in that moment how we are as well in that moment is our responsibility how we are reading the gospel and spending time with god in prayer and worship that's our responsibility the state of our condition is our responsibility on the previous ex, uh, episode i spoke about conditions matter and in that episode it was absolutely crucial to understand why we should always keep ourselves in a good healthy condition so yeah this week reflect know that i'm praying for you know that even though things are hard even though you face trials and tribulations you grow in that you would never have had been the person you are today if you never went through the things you've gone through i mean think about it how would you ever appreciate the good things in life if it wasn't hard to get and that's part of life man is we can't always blame everything on the devil but a lot of it is schemes that he comes against us but how we react and how we armor up against him again our responsibility so make sure you armor up make sure you pray over your day make sure you pray over the people you love and most importantly spend your time with god pray 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 have a fantastic day have a fantastic week and i can't wait to see you all next week amen <music>